Hello, my name's R.D. Hayward and welcome to my podcast. What you are about to hear is the latest episode in my series going through the Psalms called Psalms and Songs of Worship. A very simple format of reading the Psalm and then offering some reflections and then singing a few songs that are pertinent to the Psalm we have just read. As always, with any of my podcasts, I pray that you will hear God's voice through the words that are said. Welcome to another Psalms and Songs of Worship, and we are on Psalm 93, so this is number 93. And uh, great that we can join together and spend these few minutes looking at what is actually quite a short psalm. So, uh, but as with any of the short psalms, I'm sure that you have read, you realise that they do actually pack quite a punch. So welcome to Psalm and Songs of Worship, number 93. And as we prepare to... Uh, open God's word let's just pause for a moment in prayer it's always good just to sort of take that moment before we open scripture and just ask Father would you prepare our ears and prepare our hearts to hear and apply what you have for us from this psalm Father may we hear you and may we take what we hear and use it as we live our lives as your children, as your vessels. So Father, help us now to be aware of you. Help us to have quiet minds and hearts now. We may, we may hear you. In Jesus' name, Amen. The Lord reigns. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He wears strength around his waist. Indeed, the world is established. It cannot be moved. Your throne has been secure from ancient times. You have always been king. The waves roar, O Lord. The waves roar and the waves roar and crash above the sound of the surging water and the mighty waves of the sea the Lord sits enthroned in majesty the rules you set down are completely reliable holiness aptly adorns your house O Lord forever I don't think you can come across a commentary on this psalm without it drawing attention if you need the attention drawing to it of the first words there's no real introduction here we are straight in with 
the news, the truth, the Lord reigns. I don't know what sort of journey you're on at the moment. Maybe it's a tough one. Maybe it's something where you're finding it difficult to navigate where you're meant to be going and you know what steps you're meant to be taking. Or maybe it's even a period of time as uh, Joe and I have had in the not um, too distant past where the journey was actually about waiting. But we didn't know how long we were going to be waiting for the next part of the journey to start. It would be a bit like going to, to for the for us, it was a bit like going to the train station. Well, the train station now says the next train to uh, St Pancras, which is the one that we would go to, or to London, is arriving at 14.52. And you can look at your clock and think, okay, well, it's 14.46, so I've got six minutes before the train arrives. That's not enough time to be able to go and get a coffee in the coffee shop and come back, so I'll have to wait. You can sort of plan things around, can't you? Because you know how long you're going to be waiting. Sometimes though on our journey with God, we won't have that information board saying, the next stage of your life is going to start in four months and two days and you are going to be going to this place or that place or you are going to be going on this journey but whether you are running at the moment full full tilt in the direction you're meant to be going whether you're finding it difficult whether you're at a point where you're stopped you're waiting the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. I read this psalm quite a few times because I love this symbology that is verse 3 onwards. The waves roar, O Lord. The waves roar. The waves roar and crash. Above the sound of the surging water and the mighty waves of the sea, the Lord sits enthroned in majesty. Now, this surging water, this might be actually the surge of stuff that's not good. Chaos, war, destruction, evil, hurt, harm, pain. But even though we're getting this sort of, this, this image of the water surrounding us and 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 roaring and getting bigger and higher and higher and higher and higher god sits above that god is not affected or swallowed up or encompassed by that chaos by that surging waters and as i was thinking about it i thought how many times have we seen pictures on the news where, and even at the moment it's happening, where floods, lots of rain has come in and flooded an area. And you often have pictures, don't you, from a helicopter looking down 
on what has happened, the scale of the flooding. Or we might see pictures of a, of a, the, a helicopter hovering and someone being lowered down to pick up someone who's stranded on their roof because the waters have come up so quickly that all they've been able to do is get onto their roof. I'm sure you've seen images and footage of that. Have a think of when this psalm was written. We don't. We are not told who wrote this psalm. We're not even told as to when this psalm, um, uh, to, to what it's being written about. But imagine what it was like. We do know that this psalm was written way before helicopters and drones and aeroplanes and anything that can go into the sky and pick up something that's on the ground. There would have been no way of seeing what's on top and looking down. If you were in a flood, the best that you could do was either climb on top of the building and hope that the flood waters or the, the, the rising waters wouldn't get up to where you were, or get up onto a hill or a mountain or onto high land. In other words, get out of the way. So we have to realise that this is talking about, and yes, it is an image. It's creating an image of maybe war or chaos or stuff going on around. The being like the mighty sea or the surging waters that are surrounding us and we can't get out of it. And there's no option of just being plucked out. But it's also saying that God is not swallowed up by that chaos. God is above that. He can see what is happening. And then in contrast from the verses 3 and 4, where we've got this sort of chaos and, and, and noise and um, stuff surrounding us, sort of pinning us and, and dragging us this way and that way we get to the verse 5 the rules you set down are completely reliable I was listening to a debate the other day between a, um, a physicist and um, I couldn't even tell you who they were and I was listening and I was completely intrigued by what they were saying this physicist who is an atheist and then a, um, uh, a Christian apologetics. I can't think of his name. And as with many of these sorts of conversations, I listen to them and I think that is absolutely fascinating. But I'm not sure I have a clue about what you're talking about. <laughs> I am not a physicist. But what I did... And I, I had a, a, a quick um, look for the, um, for the stuff that they were talking about. And they were talking about the universal constants. Things like gravitational force, the energy in photons, the speed of light. And there are a couple of dozen, I'm, I'm sort of paraphrasing this, this passage so that I don't get it right. There are a couple of dozen other constants out there. 
Changing these constants changes how the universe hangs together, which forces are more most important, what chemical elements are possible, how and if things interact, whether or not stars exist and for how long. None of the constants have any reason to be what they are and not something else. But what's really spooky is that even tiny changes in, the most, in most of these physical constants tend to make life and even the universe as we know it impossible. So physicists and mathematicians realise that these numbers are so specific in their interaction and these forces are, in, are so specific in their interaction and, and relationship with each other that if you were to change just the slightest bit of one of them, you would not have what we have. And so I go back to that verse. The Lord reigns. The rules you set down are completely reliable. Your throne has been secure from ancient times. You have always been king. Holiness aptly adorns your house, O Lord, forever. Has been forever and will be forever. And when you realise that every single one of those constants is by design, it's not some chaotic soup that has just sort of happened to come together in this but every single thing is by design to the finest finest little detail and why so that the whole thing, this whole amazing universe and whatever is beyond it, can say, glory to you, God. Worthy are you. Holy, holy, holy are you. You reign. You are awesome. From the tiniest grain of sand on the beach to the biggest mountain, from the youngest baby to the oldest person, you and me are all part of this so that we can all say, Holy, holy, holy. Whatever is going on around us, whether we are waiting, whether we are journeying, whether we are surrounded by surging waves, whether we feel like we are standing in the middle of a desert. At every single point we can stop and say, God, you are God and you reign. What a privilege. What an absolute privilege that is. Thank you.
speak Thunder, 
Lord declares You are God So I will sing To my Saviour How great You are Yes I will sing To my Saviour how great, how great you are. When I think you gave your son to me, you came to earth, blows my mind that on the cross you took the worst of me. For love bled and died. So I will sing to my Saviour how great you are. I will sing to my Saviour. How great you are How great you are How great you are Is what my soul And my soul sings to you How great you are How great you are Lord Jesus my Lord of Lords, Lord Jesus, my Lord of Lords, when you come to take me to your home, it will be a joyful day, and I will bow for your holy throne I will sing eternal praise I will sing to my Saviour how great how great you are as I will sing to my Saviour how great, how great you are How great you are How great you are It's what my soul And my soul sing to you How great you are How great you are Lord Jesus my Lord of Lords, Lord Jesus, my Lord of Lords. 
Father, would you reign in our hearts and our lives this week? Father, would you help us make it evident to everyone around us that you reign. That you are who you are. Creator of each one of us. May that awe-inspired wonder as we move through your creation and interact whether it be the countryside or the seaside or each other or wherever it is may we be ever mindful of who you are Father, help us to be vessels of awe-inspired wonder. For your glory, Father, we pray. And in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope you have a fantastic week. And uh, I look forward to seeing you um, next week as we join together for Psalm 94. God bless. Good night. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I would love to hear from you and you can contact me by emailing me at rd.hayward at icloud.com That's rd, which is A-R-D-E-E dot Hayward, which is H-E-Y-W-O-O-D at icloud.com Until next time, goodbye.